Some dudes just want to watch a world fun. Jeff Dale's another draft day. Nailed it. Top five has 98. I got just love to some Kevin James. Fucking Kevin James. It's the history of bad. It's bad. It's the history of bad. It's so bad. It's the history of bad ideas. It's the history of bad. Oh, yeah. It's the history of bad. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun. And remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Two, one. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 358, I guess. Yeah, we're going with that. Uh, I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. I'm Jim. And I'm the intern. Hey, we're all here. Uh, Election 2020. That's Where right. Where else would I be on an exciting evening like this? Well... We had an exciting election four years ago, uh, so maybe this week, this year will be just as exciting. Maybe. I don't know. I've given up. It uh, doesn't matter. Uh, tomorrow is still going to be a shit show. So there you go. Um, two years from now, still a shit show. I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping things don't burn down. <laughs> that would That's be a I good want. thing. That would be a good so thing. So if Joe Jorgensen wins... Then does both Democrat and Republicans riot or neither? Is he the Constitution Party or Libertarian? She is the Libertarian. Oh. <laughs> way, way to keep yourself uh, educated there, Jason. Hey, I'm here for you, Jim. Thank you. <laughs> That's she, a- she's the only candidate that hasn't groped uh, women and sexually assaulted them. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, it says no, here. That's fact. It says here on CNN that uh, Johnson, Gary Johnson, has 3% of the vote. Oh, that was from 2016. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> I was hoping for a dark horse right now. Damn it, Gary. You let me down again. So, anyways. His brother uh, Gus Johnson refused to run this year. <laughs> Gus Johnson would pay for it. I would uh, have him as president just for his uh, speeches. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. That would be amazing. Uh, let's see here. So it is election night. Uh, we are still uh, having a lot of fun. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Speak Bri- for yourself. Brian, come on now. It's a podcast night. What else would you rather be doing? I mean, seriously. Uh, I actually moved outside the studios, the Bob Studios. As you can see, if you're on Skype, I have a history of bad ideas on the TV behind me. I got the election results in front of me because I don't want to miss any updates that we'll be having while you're listening to it tomorrow after the election. So stick here with us. We're going to come with breaking news. By the time you hear this, it'll be old. But our predictions will be accurate, Jeff, (laughs) by tomorrow. See? Like they're calling Indiana for Trump. Ta-da! Just called. Wow. Uh, Are we going to be accurate as I was with my uh, 
prediction of who was winning the World Series. <laughs> Did you predict the Probably. World Series? Yeah, last uh, week on the on the show. Did he? I don't remember. He did. Oh. You know, we recorded Sunday. We recorded a little early. We did? I don't remember that. (laughs) I believe you, but I don't remember it. Uh, Jim predicted Tampa Bay. You need to see a doctor. What's that? You need to see a doctor about this memory loss. (laughs) What memory loss? What are you talking about? Exactly. Okay, good. Good. Uh, let's see here. Um, if everybody goes to uh, Untidy Venus on Etsy uh, and use the code HobiePod, uh, you will get ten percent off your or fifteen percent off your purchases uh, from everything I learned from movies. Uh, it's there. It's uh, Izzy's uh, Etsy page, and they have a coupon for HobiePod. Uh, so there you go. Uh, just put that in, you get a fifteen percent coupon. So just wanted to let you guys know that. I thought it was a surcharge. Maybe. Maybe. No, it's the other way. You get it knocked <laughs> off, not oh. added. Uh, let's I'm see. I'm getting ready for my taxes to go up. And just so we don't forget it, next year in September, maybe, the the Cincinnati Comic Expo will be coming to the Duke Energy Convention Center if it's not a medical ward by then. Uh, so just get your look at line <laughs> at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Uh, dot com. Uh, Hobie will be there. Uh, we just got con- confirmation a couple weeks ago that we have a booth. Uh, it's 30 feet long. It has a plexiglass around it, but we will be there. And uh, just let you guys know. So We did such a good job this year that they're already bringing us back for next year. They are. They are. They said, Brian, you did a really fantastic job, so that was really nice. They, they said you were probably the best intern in the business. Yeah, well, pretty much everybody knows that except for you, Jason. I just said it. I just said it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, have you guys watched anything in the last week? Well, I guess week and two days. <clears throat> I literally just got done watching Idiocracy. Because <laughs> in preparation for today, yeah, it's proper time to watch that movie. <laughs> you know that should be required viewing, like every election day. You know, <laughs> like, like there's those Christmas like... movies and Halloween movies. That should be the election day movie. It is. It's the election season movie. It's a primer for children. Yeah. TNT should just run that for 24 hours straight. <laughs> <laughs> They should. They should have marathons like that just for today. Have you noticed a lot of the cable stations are just doing marathons now? Um, because T- we're like TNT had well, Star had- Wars yesterday. I don't know why. And it today, wasn't even Thanksgiving <laughs> or May the Fourth. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't even like a James Bond marathon. Blake, you're asking why? Because we're nine months into this pandemic and they're like, we don't have any fucking things to show. We don't have any original content. Let's put over the top on. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> if somebody put that on, let me know. I'll watch it. In a heartbeat. Oh, jeez. The good I can only watch Equalizer 2 on FX so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, uh, have you been watching The Dark Tower? Because that's been on FX almost every single day. 
and I get so angry every time that I see it. <laughs> Do you get angry because I don't, I don't we even t- watch it? Because when I did watch it just based on what you guys told me i didn't even like the movie jim do you get upset because we tweet you every single time it's on <laughs> just to no, ruin I, your day I, tweet, I tweeted the first time it was on and i watched <laughs> it and got upset i mean i was i was slapping customers <laughs> did the customers have masks on at least well uh, yes okay so that's good that's yeah. good i don't even want to read the books now because that movie <laughs> oh the books are well worth it yeah uh let's see here um who's got time to read wait a minute <laughs> during this <laughs> during this pandemic uh what jim, jim did you see anything else this week oh let's see i know i did uh oh yeah i watched uh, uh the, i re- well i didn't finish it so i went back and watched the entire first season of true detective and that was fantastic. Good choice. <laughs> hey, Jim, did you see all the seasons? No. Okay. Oh, you can stop there. Second, second season now, and it's <laughs> eh. too late. Second seasons with uh, Colin Farrell. Yes. Yeah, Vince Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> I actually didn't mind the second season. It was okay. He, he just, he, if you could tell, tell me when you're watching it. Is if if uh, he didn't try to outdo himself of writing the plot for the first one, is that he makes this one so convoluted with so many different characters? It's like how, how can I top what I did in season one? And that that was my feeling of that whole season two. Yeah. What about season three? Uh, he was like, "All right, I screwed up. I'm just going to go back to what I did in season one." <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here, Jeff. Have you watched anything? If I did, I don't remember what I watched. Oh, and I'm the one that has to go to the doctor for the memory loss. Okay, I see how it is. It was it was that good. Is that damn? Yeah, I didn't watch anything memorable. How's that? I like that answer better. Good job. Uh, let's go. see, Brian. Yeah, have they, you, the, oh. the crow is on almost every week. You should just look what? for that. The crow. Fuck up! Bang! Fuck! I'm dead. Yeah. Can you watch it though unedited? I mean, edit it because that's a bad version. When it's edited, it's not as good. No, it's on the movie channels. Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I mean, oh. seriously, it's like on almost every week. I've watched it probably now in different parts ten different times since the whole pandemic started. Um, anything else you've watched, uh, Blake? I finished, well, two things. I finished The Haunting of Blind Mansion, you know, when I was on here last year and I talked about it. Um, <laughs> I hadn't got done with it yet. And it turns out it's not really a scary series based on Turn of the Screw. Unfortunately, if it were, it would have been better. But anyway, it's, uh, just like, it's just like Haunting a Hill House. The end's very disappointing. It's a happy ending yeah. again. Mm-hmm. And then it takes like an entire episode for it to end when it should have ended in an hour before. Dude. But it's, if you're looking for something to fill the time gap, go ahead and do it. It was okay. Otherwise, is this kind of what we've got become since, you know, it's becoming winter soon. And eh, if you want to fill the time gap, go ahead and watch this. That's fine. I guess. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, there, there's, there's too much demand and not enough supply. Yeah. You know, but yeah, the other thing I, I started, I started, uh, you know, we started 
uh, Cobra Kai here. We finished season one this weekend. And I must say, I am uh, very impressed with it. It was a lot more enjoyable than I thought it would be. And I'm hooked. I want to watch season two now. I think it helps that it's only a half hour long, too. Like it goes by quick. I I think that helps. And it's a great period follow-up piece. Mm -hmm. I think the reason a lot of people our age, old people for you in turn, is that uh, it gives you a lot of uh, 1980s reminiscence, kind of like Stranger Things a little mm. bit and you can identify with the movie and i do like how in season one they do a lot of movie flashbacks you know with the different characters and and i do like the fact that johnny is kind of like an anti-hero where he's meaning to do good but because of the it's a great it's a great environment you know it's a great um uh example of psychological you know environment versus um you know, what you're taught versus what you're inherent, right? Mm-hmm. So he's inherently a good person, but he's kind of like an anti-hero in season one. He wants to do good, but he was brought up the wrong way in regards to, you know, Cobra Kai. So that, you know, when he does, you know, take on his new pupillage and stuff, it's, it's done with good intent with the wrong means. Does that uh, make sense? I thought they did a good job of showing how he was raised and yeah. how he became an the, the asshole. Nature versus nurture. That's what mm-hmm. I was trying to get to. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, like I said, I agree with you. Uh, I love how he has a whole class full of kids and he just starts ripping on them. <laughs> and <laughs> you can't do well, yeah, that. That's, it has showing the generation gap kind of thing, too. You know, he's got a huge generation gap that he doesn't understand, <laughs> you know, and. Oh, yeah, and it's kind of funny. It does play on it. I did. I didn't know Ralph Macchio played such a big part in it. I thought he was a smaller part, but I guess he is a producer. So, and it is kind of interesting. At certain times, Ralph goes back to goes back and forth as being a bad guy versus a good guy mm-hmm. unintentionally because of the misunderstandings between everybody in the in the two. So it is kind of entertaining to see that go back and forth, and, and then. You know, finally, you know, spoiler alerts, you know, when they're in the bar getting drunk together, they're like good buddies all of a sudden. Like, you just like it's like they had the big coming to moment, but then they, that gets eventually ruined as well. But uh, I, I do like watching Johnny's, um, you know, kind of kind of quote unquote light version redemption story of, you know, you know, he's meaning to do well, you know, to save the kids from getting bullied. And his intention is to teach them to stick up for themselves. But Going back to that old Cobra Kai way, which wasn't, you know, productive and doesn't jive, you know, in this modern day and era, you know, modern era. So it's, it's yes, I like it. Thank you. <laughs> I do like when he's telling the kid with the lip, they're like, I, I got surgery on this. Yeah, he starts picking on the kid with the <laughs> That lip, lip was worse? <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just like when he's ripping on those kids and he comes back out, like half of them are gone. He's like, what's up? <laughs> He doesn't understand, but you know, but it is kind of fun seeing him stuck in his cave caveman 1980s mentality. Mm-hmm. And I do love his, like his Van Halen t-shirts and he, you know, and, and, uh, he does get his kids to listen, you know, convert to Van Halen and all that kind of stuff. It's pretty funny. Um, Brian, did you see anything this week? Uh, I watched, uh, Borat subsequent movie film. How was that? Uh, pretty much exactly how you think it would be. Is that good or bad? It was funny, but annoying. 
annoying and then a little a little cringy at some parts okay i haven't seen it but since you did i I probably won't until i'm like drunk and there's nothing on tv so tomorrow night you know he's 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 so well-known figure how can he still get away with parodying these people with a camera and get them to sign off on this stuff. I don't understand how it works. Some people don't know who he is. Still, I mean, how can so, you know that? So this one, he so he starts off uh, when he gets back into the United States. They show that a little bit, how yeah. people are recognizing him, and then. But does it there, get cruel? Does it get cruel? Like you know, as in. You know, where it's no longer a parody thing, but it's actually no. cruel, or does it stay funny or just no? It, it doesn't. It doesn't get like nasty or mean or anything. Um, but uh, unless then, you're like, Rudy Giuliani, yes. Well, yeah, well, Giuliani kind of deserves that at this point. Or anyways. Michael Penis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who Michael Penis is. Uh, Michael Pence. <laughs> ah, but that's that's what he calls him in the movie. Uh, but. So the thing is, is like he after he gets back to America, people start recognizing him and then he goes costume shopping. So most of the movie he's in costume as different people. Okay, so he's not Borat. He's not Borat. Okay, but he's doing Borat like things. (laughs) Borat type things. I don't know. No, I got you. I got you. I wanted to see it. We just have not had a chance yet. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just kind of like one of those things where we were just like, ah, let's watch it. Nothing, there wasn't really anything else pressing that we wanted to watch. So, But by the end of it, we were kind of glad it was over. <laughs> I That's want, a good review. I want that on the poster. It was. You'll be glad when it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch anything else this week? Um... Mandalorian? I don't know. What oh that yeah, is. I saw the first episode. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> uh, no, I, I did. I don't even know what that is. Uh, I did watch another movie. Um, it's a few years old, but it's called uh, The Free States of Jones. It's uh, Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. How was that? that? It was very well done, actually. Okay. Um, I remember seeing it when it came out, and then I never saw it. And that just popped up on Netflix, but it yeah. it was really well done. I, I was very, very pleased with it. I wanted to see that at the theaters when it came out, and I it was gone before I could get a chance to. I'm glad that it's on Netflix now. Okay, thank you. Um, on Netflix, yeah. I watched uh, Tremors, colon, Shrieker Island, uh, <laughs> the seventh Tremors. You know what? I love the first one. I really do. And classic. It is. This one was actually well done. I actually kind of liked it. Um, I was kind of surprised. Like I wrote a review for nerdly.co.uk, but Michael Gross was really good. Uh, They did a good job with everything on it and they paid homage to the uh, the original. Uh, And it was it was fun. It was fun. So uh, and this is coming from somebody that's only seen the first one, maybe the second one. Uh, years ago and then the cold day in hell one which was not good um and then i found out that jamie kennedy plays his son in the movies not in shrieker island though thank god thank god um 
And then Kennedy can't be good. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite was in it. John Heater. And it's the first movie I've seen with him that I didn't want to punch him. So that was good. So that was a good. That was good. Um, but it was enjoyable. My wife was working one night and I was she's like, what are you going to do? I was like, I was going to want to see what, what's on. And I was looking for a happy death day because uh, I've heard nothing but great reviews and I can't find it on any streaming service. So I settled on Tremors. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a big switch. Uh, real quick, also, I was on uh, Caught a Domesticity. Domesticity? D O M E S T I C I T Y. Thanks, Brian. Domesticity. Thank you. Domestic City. Uh, I was on that. Talked about the missing persons case of Jennifer Kessie. And uh, I want to say thanks, Courtney. It was a good time. And uh, the podcast is, is up is, now. So did you is find her? Is she in your basement? No, no, people. No, you can't find No one can find her. No one. Then. Then why was why did we talk about it? Because it's a missing persons case. That's what she so does. We, can say, we can't find her. Did it's you a mystery. That in no your kitchen with an apron on, cooking dinner. No, no, get out, get out. It <laughs> <laughs> well, was about domesticity. Ugh. Anyways, and then did you make highballs and martinis for your spouse. No, shut up, shut up. <laughs> I'm not mad. It's not mad, man. Vacuum cleaning section. Well, that was for me. That's for me. I could. Do, I can okay. tell you about that. Uh, but yeah, give them a listen. Give it a listen. Appreciate it. And I'll be on next week too. We talk about the Jacobites. So there you go. Uh, from England. So Jacobites. Jacobites. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Jacobites. She did the history part. No, no. <laughs> me. She did the actual educated part. She did. She, she did. did the actual history. Yes. <laughs> Jeff, they might be missing. I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see here. And then uh, I did watch The Mandalorian. And I know Brian was excited to talk about this. Um, we won't do spoilers yet. But, uh, oh, man. It was good. It was really good. But there is a spoiler at the end of season one. I mean, episode season, one. Episode one. Season yep. Two. Stay with it. Stay with it. It almost came early. Oh, hate when that happens. Oh, but then they're just edging till the end. Yes. Yeah. So, Jeff, did you watch it? No. Oh, I didn't know if you got Disney Plus yet. No, I've not got Disney Plus yet. I've only seen the first five episodes of season one. You're just waiting for WandaVision, aren't you? Pretty much. Yeah. Until, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't want to give my money to them until they have something I want to watch. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Jim, did you watch it, Mandalorian? No, I have not watched it yet. Okay. We won't do any spoilers, but it's really well done. It expands on the same people, uh, which I really liked. I like that. I put put our article. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I posted an article on uh, History of Bad Ideas Facebook page about how it expands on different alien races, which I really love. And like you think these sand people are just, you know, evil, mean, you know, um, basically alien race. And it's not. Um, they're just misunderstood. It's not that they're misunderstood. Did they come back in greater numbers? Uh, yeah, <laughs> but you but you don't know, Jim, because they only walk in uh, single file. So... <laughs> Um, and then they, they had lots of banthas, and I love a good bantha. So uh, I was excited about the amount of banthas in this one. 
So mm. there was uh, a lot of steak for grilling at the end. Yes, there was. <laughs> yes, there was. Uh, and Timothy Offalent. Offalent? Oliphant. 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 <laughs> he was in it. <laughs> Brian, you're going to be drinking not just because of my miscues, just because of the election. Just trust me. Don't blame me this week, okay? So. I, I started out with a double, so I'm almost <laughs> done. So. Brian's, now, Brian's now pissed off. That he's going to have to watch the Mandalorian because Timothy Oliphant's in it. Does he play a uh, U.S. Marshal? <laughs> Somewhat. Close. He's so close. close. <laughs> he is close. a police officer, isn't he? He's a sheriff. <laughs> a mar- uh, I think he's a sheriff. No, he's a marshal. His oh, that's right. Mar- marshal. That's right, he is. <laughs> You're going to have to watch, Brian. You're going to have to watch. Is it, is I like it set in Kentucky. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yes. It. Actually, it kind of is too. <laughs> Damn it. I think the sand people are actually Appalachians. It could be. Maybe. Maybe. Do are they involved in the legal spice trade? <laughs> <laughs> they, they run moonshine. <laughs> Damn it. In single file. <laughs> and speeder bikes. Yeah. They race their speeder bikes and hype them up. Do they get scared easily? They, yeah, they do. Uh, I did like in uh, Mandalorian that uh, Timothy Ophelant uh, is... All up Andrew's doing it on purpose now. <laughs> um, I did like that his speeder bike was part of the pod racers uh, that they they flat, they used uh, the old uh, pod racing stuff in the beginning. I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. Um, yeah, that's pretty neat. It's just those little Easter eggs I really like. Um, but no, it was a good episode. It was a good episode. Yeah, because because they're not completely trying to reinvent everything. They're they're using things you've seen before and putting it in there, and it makes you feel comfortable. Uh, my son, my oldest son, watches it with me. Um, we made it a note that him and I have to watch together. Um, and he got we got done with the first episode, and he's like, uh, "I want another episode right now." I was like, sorry, buddy, we got to wait a week. He's like, what? I was like, this is like old school TV. <laughs> we can't wa- keep watching. I still think that's a good way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, it, it's nice to be able to watch 10 episodes at once. But, you know, and that's self-indulgent pleasure. But making you wait a week just makes it feel so much better when you're watching it. And when it ends, you're like, man, I got to wait a week. You yeah. get the joy of discussing it, discussing Correct. episode one. If you drop all ten at once, yeah. everyone's on a different episode, so the discussions don't really happen. You know, it's like, oh, I'm on episode four, so don't tell me what's going on in episode eight. And Hit I'm only on one. That's right. And Hit next. No digestion. Keep going. Uh, and so it's I, fun to digest. And I, that's why I think um, it worked really well for the boys. Like, it makes you excited to see the next week. Um, and yeah. I like that. And if you really want to, you can wait six weeks or whatever and then just binge it all if you wanted to. Um, so I, I, And hopefully we don't ruin it for you. Yeah. We're pretty good about that. We're pretty good about that. Yeah. So No, you're not. Okay. We also had uh, Twitter poll of the week. You can find us on Bad Ideas Podcast. And uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Um, 
We had what horror character scares you the most? <laughs> keep keep the paper up over what here. What horror character? Scary movie character. <laughs> there you go, Brian. You can't see me. Uh, let's see here. We had Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, Pennywise, or Ghostface. So there you go. Uh, winning. No Freddy Krueger, I see. No, I feel yeah, like. I, I screwed up on that one, I guess. I feel like Freddy Krueger is kind of, uh, you know, kind of, is the go ahead obvious winner on that if you put him in there. Uh, I see. I because think because the person who can kill you in your sleep is scarier than the rest of them put together. Jason Voorhees has really good cardio, so I'm just saying that. Um, no, Freddy Krueger. I feel like they kind of made him into a good guy, maybe at the end. <laughs> Good. Well, one and you remember, Jason Voorhees is a very patient man. He is a patient man. (laughs) (laughs) Only the first movie in any of these is (coughs) worthwhile. So you don't the one time you get to the fifth or sixth or tenth movie in a series, yeah, it's pretty stupid. I mean, they fucking made Uber Jason in space. (laughs) When you're fighting the creature from Aliens, you know and and Predator. I mean, come on. Uh, Jason in Space is a classic. Classic. Classic piece of shit. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, let's see here. Um, just try and look here. Uh, so in last place, 13% of the vote, Ghostface from Scream. Uh, let's see here. And Oh, no, I'm sorry. In last place was yeah. 6%. Jason okay. Voorhees. Sorry, my bad. Ghostface was third at 13%. It's a weird night, people. Okay, just bear with me. Uh, you threw me off there, Jason. I'm like, did the polls change that much? <laughs> this uh, first outline went out. Well, CNN predicted third place for Jason Voorhees. Fox News predicted uh, fourth place for Jason Voorhees, and then a kid just came out. So uh, um, okay. the good news is Jason Voorhees did take Tennessee, so he has some electoral votes. So it's okay. Uh, let's some see. electoral. <laughs> Those are the those are the ones that you really want. The electoral votes are good, <laughs> but those electoral ones now they have cream in the those middle. Those are very rare to get. They have cream in the middle. Uh, <laughs> they're like Oreos. <laughs> yes. And winning fifty percent to thirty one percent, Pennywise over Michael Myers. So there you go. Uh, let's see here. Breaking news. Bite. I, Michael Miles would have had a better chance if he didn't do the love doctor. Oh, love, love guru. Love guru. Love guru. Get it right, Blake. <laughs> Get it right. Uh, let's see here. Or a gold member. Gold member. Uh, there's some funny bits to gold member. Yeah, there's some. Some. Uh, some. let's see. Um, Blake? Why don't you do some listener feedback? Maybe. Maybe. Time for some bomb listener feedback. Uh, brought to you by uh, the election. Okay. Uh, we start off with this uh, one guy. Always start off with. Number one fan. Big D. A-Pants. Formerly Stop known it. as. Dad? I'm more worried you called him Big D. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Capital he's, Doug. He's Dallas. Uh, 
That's not what I think of when I think Big D. Congratulations, well, Doug. That's divorce? <laughs> you think of divorce? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh, like in that board game. Big dude. <laughs> Go ahead, Blake. Oh, Jason, what, what? You got D on your mind? What? I don't understand. Just saying. Just saying. Go ahead. He said, uh, please have Jason sing We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. From Jeannie. We know? didn't start the fire. No, 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 no. It was already Jason, burning Jason, since the world. Yeah, you have to do the you have to do the verses first. We didn't start the fire. Right. It was always burning so since the world's been turning. So words been turning. World. Uh so I was. You can stop eating over the air there, Blake. So I it was. It may have been intentional. I know it was, but it was even more <laughs> annoying than Jason singing, if that's possible. I was driving to, I was driving the other day, and I started cracking myself up because the radio was playing Last Train to Clarksville, and I kept thinking, the Beatles, I love it. <laughs> Every time Last Train to Clarksville is on, I was like, damn it, I'm an idiot. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what else you got, Blake? Genie? Next week we'll have you do It's the End of the World, R.E.M. Oh, I feel fine. Do you think octopuses are aliens or just amazing? Jeannie wants to know. I vote for just amazing. Okay. I think they're just octopuses. Blake? You I can... think they're pretty smart because they got big heads. Yeah. Jim, what do you think? I stopped paying attention to you guys. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're on Jeannie's question about octopuses. The electoral college counts just that exciting, huh? It's the electoral that he's really focused on. Uh, Jason started singing, and then he started talking about uh, Last Train to Clarksville, and I just totally, like, zonked out. I'm like... (laughs) He's like you, Jim. Used to like you. Well, Used the question to. was: Do you think octopuses are aliens or just amazing? Jim's still not answering. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Jim's answer was no. Yeah. No, they are pretty amazing. You know, octopuses are pretty smart. I mean, you read some of these stories about what they do. Especially well, there was those. that one German octopus that predicted the uh, World Cup that year. Yeah. And there was a, a one, I forget, reading a story of one of the uh, aquarium's octopuses. I forget, some aquarium kept, like, getting some kind of rare fish or something, and they and they kept disappearing until they figured out it was the octopus in the, like, in the aquarium next to it would be able to, like, open Reach up out. its hatch and get out, crawl out, get in the other one, eat it, and crawl out, tie it back up, or close <laughs> the doors and get back into his own, like, aquarium or something, like, as if nothing happened. Wait a minute, that sounds too close to the plot of Finding Dory. (laughs) Maybe that's what Finding Dory was inspired by. Blake, did you just read a story of the adaptation of Finding Dory? Is that what you did? (laughs) I have no idea. I I just remember that news story. You have to Google it. It was at the Newsium, or whatever it's called, that Blake gets his news from. Uh, What else we got, Blake? Yeah, they had to close the museum because, you know, there's no real news anymore. <laughs> Allegedly. No. 
It's all pundits. It's all, yep, you're correct. It's all opinion pieces. All right, from the Mamish Baby Machine Podcast, what are you having for dinner tonight? Churned butter? It says tomorrow night. No, tomorrow night. Oh. Churned butter? Uh, what are you having, Jeff? Fuck if I know. Oh, okay. That's tomorrow night. You think I plan? I don't know what I'm having for breakfast tomorrow morning. Pop tarts. Lunch tomorrow afternoon. Pop tarts. Uh, probably is pop tarts. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to be pop tarts and an orange. <laughs> is it really a pop tarts and an orange, or is it just an orange pop tart? <laughs> Did you just get orange flavored pop tarts? Oh, they do. They do. Why does Amish Baby Machine Podcast want to know what we're having for dinner tomorrow night? Are we that interesting? We are. Maybe they're just nice. Brian, what are you having? Um, I'll let you guys know tomorrow night. Okay, good call. Jim, what are you having? Well, well, first of all, you know, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast is one of the most powerful podcasts around just as their Twitter page, I'll tell you that. I mean, it's it's true. Oh, okay. I, I'll probably have steak. Oh, okay, okay. Probably steak. I think we're doing spaghetti tomorrow night. Uh, Blake, what are you having? I get my easy plate box tomorrow, so probably something out of that. So that, that is that like MREs so order. Yeah, it's like blue plate or it's like the other stuff. Oh. Like you just order like three meals for the week. And they like send it all to you. Oh. And you just cook it. It's is it? Cool. Oh, that's out of left field. They're predicting Biden wins New York, and with zero percent in. I think the polls just closed. Is the only reason they predicted New York now? <laughs> with, New York polls are open till nine Eastern time. With one vote, Biden wins New York. It's amazing. That was Cuomo. Well, the majority of Trump's money donated to his campaign came from New York. Huh. Shocker. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it looks like he's going to win Ohio, too, possibly. He's winning. So. No. He's winning, but they're calling it's it too, too close, close right to call. Now. Well, he's winning. Sorry. With, with 0% New York, it was obvious. <laughs> <laughs> but with 60% in Ohio, it's still too close. Jeff with 0% reporting, you have won the Sexiest Man of the Year award. Congratulations. Congratulations. I believe that. I believe that. Thank you. 0%. Cuomo voted for you, too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Go ahead. Besotted Geek, you know, wants to know, was the worst Stallone movie? Brian, you're the Stallone fanatic. We will let you go to this. I would have to say Oscar. Cobra. Shut up. He likes Cobra. <laughs> Stop or my mom would shoot would have been my guess. But Oscar was pretty bad. Oscar was bad. Um, I was going to say over the top. Shut up. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. It's better than Rocky Four. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Maybe Rocky Five. <laughs> so Rocky Five would have would, would probably be a top 
three worst movies of his, in my opinion. Do you think it would be Oscar, Stop Where My Mom Was Shooting, Rocky Five as the worst three? Um, I think he liked Stop Where My Mom Was Shoot. He's a big Estelle Getty fan. <laughs> it was funny enough that I didn't hate it. Okay, okay. Um... How about maybe Judge? Judge maybe, I was just, yeah, maybe Judge. Yeah. There you go. Good one. Good one. Thank you very much. Okay. See, I think Wesley Snipes is entertaining enough in it that he, he saves it a little bit. He saves uh, – Dem- oh, no, that was Demolition Man. That's what am Demolition. I thinking? <laughs> I'm like, was Wesley Snipes a Judge Dredd? <laughs> Do you have a sword and is killing vampires? That was Rob Schneider. Nope, Judge Dredd is up there. <laughs> I didn't know Stallone was in there. Um, I don't Brian, know. It's, Brian, yes. is, Mortal Kombat, is Mortal Kombat 11 your favorite video game now? Uh, yes, it, w- it will be very soon. Tell us why, Jim. They added some characters in there, and one of them they added is John Rambo, and Stallone does do the voice in mm-hmm. the game. Yeah. Um, it's so difficult when there's so many bad Stallone movies out there. I know what it, I know why the interns having so much trouble. <laughs> I mean, he's only had since Sunday reading these show notes here when he put them together to come up with the Stallone movie. But and there's so many to choose from. Hey, Jim. Well, he put a uh, lot of bad ones out there, so yeah. You know what? Now that I now that I'm thinking of it, mm-hmm. I have to say. Just recently, he did um, the sequels to Escape Plan. What? Uh, Escape, Escape Plan, Plan 2. 2 and 3. Yeah. Those were yeah. F- horrible. In case the first one didn't work out. <laughs> the first one was interesting enough. And it had it was uh, him and uh, Schwarzenegger, so, which was the we- first their second time they work together okay so brian obviously loves stallone for everyone else though who has what films do you like more stallone or schwarzenegger stallone schwarzenegger okay i was just asking stallone i'm trying to think of two good schwarzenegger films commando coney kinder that's one conan so i still got one commando Terminator, Junior. Uh, Terminator's <laughs> close, and I thought I liked it, but it is so dated and tough to watch anymore. The original, the original. The rest of them are all crap, but the original. Um, what was the? He made Red Sonja, Sonya, Twins, Total Recall. You're not. You're not helping. Um, no, to- Total Recall. That that was Colin Farrell. That, that was okay. True Lies. True Lies did suck. It was pretty decent, actually. Uh, Last Action Hero. Sucked. Batman and Robin. Jingle all the way. <laughs> End of Days, the sixth day. Oh, God. <laughs> End of Days didn't suck. Yeah, End of Days was actually all right. <laughs> but you reading these makes you stay Stallone. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Uh, what about, let's see. It's been a long time on this for Stallone. I'm going to say Stallone is better. 
So I'm going to go to uh, last week's top five shows and movies you watched since the pandemic, and then after I get done reading these, we'll have an answer. Okay. From the intern, Cinema <laughs> Guys was talking about Bill and Ted face the music. I still haven't gotten around to it. Ted Lasso, Mythic that. Quest. I'm thinking of ending things in Uncle Peckerhead. <laughs> Ted Lasso is the show that I left off my my uh, list. For You're supposed streaming. to be concentrating on worst alone movie. <laughs> I, I, it's over. I'm, Jared I'm, Mills, I'm, The Invisible Man, <laughs> Lucifer, Harley Quinn animated series, The Boys season two, and The Haunting of Bly Manor. I wonder if Jared thought that lasted too long. To the end did peter jackson direct haunting a blind manor just the last episode okay <laughs> that's why it took so long to end <laughs> uh from nisi lucifer f is for family fantastic Evil, series the boys ozark ozark is good ozark is very good uh, highly yeah, did you finish f is for did family. you finish all the uh, seasons and episodes no one season behind one season <sighs> That's right. All right. Well, we'll talk more in depth when you get that. Chris Richardson, Supernatural, Kingdom, The Boys, Doctor Who, and uh, AEW. Wrestling, baby. Wrestling. All right. So Chris has a lot, uh, like 16 years of Supernatural and 30 years of Doctor Who. So he's going to be he's ready for this pandemic to last forever he's ready for the royal uh, lockdown that just went into effect for 30 days now 30 british days is that like 45 american yes yes see the thing the thing is he should have ran across the border before they locked everything down what border (laughs) they're on the border scotland oh scotland's not locked down but england is Mm mm-hmm England and Wales got locked down. So we should have ran across to Scotland where they will probably leave the UK in the next decade. Top of the morning to you. Welcome to Scotland. Now they all hate you. Thank ya. <laughs> Hello. Because, I, because Ireland is connected to the north. <laughs> it's all the same, right? That's why they. That's why there's a Northern Ireland, right? That's right. Ireland, Ireland, I'm coming home. It's Garth Brooks. Hey, speaking of uh, speaking of barbarians, I want to see that or Royal Kingdom style or whatever. Yeah, I want to see that barbarians. I think that'd be interesting. But time I, out. I understand you had to do a lot of reading in that. Time out. Did you just have a series. stroke? What is going on over there? What did you just say, Blake? <laughs> what was that? I wasn't. I I meant nothing. <laughs> Good story. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, moving on. What do you got? I was just saying the the, the TV show Barbarians, the, oh. the one that's come out recently, but you have to do a lot of reading, so I don't know if I'm going to watch that or not. I'll wait for the dubbed version. Okay. I take it if it's a foreign language, like Irish? No, because uh, the Romans are actually speaking in Latin, and ah. the Germanic tribes are actually speaking in uh, Old German. Hmm. So it's subtitled, but the reviews and stuff I got for it are really good huh. that I've seen so far. I'll say yes. 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 All right. Do we have the worst Stallone movie yet? Uh, he had to jump off for a second. So go to. Oh, there he is. Do we have the worst one, Brian? What did you decide on? Uh, 
Oscar. Oscar. Okay. Okay. Thank you. It did not win one. It did not. <laughs> it was not Oscar material. No. Oh, sweet irony. What else we got? Uh, finishing up professor number one at uh, doctor number one. You have to pick on professional. You have to pick on professional sporting league. One, I think. One. 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 You have to pick. Well, put an E on the end of that. <laughs> I didn't write it. <laughs> you have to pick one professional sporting league to disband forever. Which do you choose? Oh, man. NBA is not part of this, so this is going to be tough. NFL, MLB, or NHL? Yeah, I'm still choosing NBA. (laughs) Jeff, what are you picking? The NBA. That's not an option. Uh, The one I picked, though. Well, (laughs) the NFL. Okay. Uh, Jim. MLS. I don't think you know how this works. <laughs> Brian, what are you picking? Yeah, we do. This is Hobie. We do what we want. Um, well, can you come up with an answer faster than the worst Stallone movie? <laughs> Should we wait until after the second news of the geek story for your answer? <laughs> I like Brian is really thinking about these. I like it, Brian. Good job. Can we get that at the rate of your top five franchises that you would like to see to make a comeback? <laughs> uh, Brian left. Yeah, I'm about to say, well, how long till Brian is no longer Brian? <laughs> Brian. <laughs> okay, my pick is NASCAR. Uh, I want to disband NASCAR. What? You don't know how this works. <laughs> oh, my God. Blake, so help me. If you're fucking chewing again, I will fucking come over there tomorrow. I will take your blue bonnet apron thing and throw it off your porch. I hit the I hit the mute button on my mm-hmm. phone, but it didn't take. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Put that thing back where you found it, or so help me. So help I've been eating so the entire time we've been on. <laughs> I bought two big bags of Pez, hoping that we'd be in the studio, and we're not. <laughs> So I'm just doing it myself. <laughs> How many bags have you been through? Uh, just maybe a quarter of one. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, we're going to skip the next thing until next week. Jeff, give me a News of the Geek intro. It's time for another installment of the News of the Geek. Okay, here we go. Brian, can you come back? I I, I love this article and i got it just for you uh per associated news a man in south florida was mauled by a black leopard after he paid 150 dollars for a full contact experience with the big cat in what is being described as a backyard zoo the experience was supposed to include playing with the leopard uh that's playing with the leopard rubbing its belly and taking pictures instead the man had to undergo multiple surgeries uh, oh, he survived? Oh, yeah. Not not, oh. not well. Originally reported by... The worst part of the story. <laughs> originally reported by Local 10 News, the incident took place behind a home in Davies, Florida, on August 31st. The experience was offered by a man named Michael Pogi, who runs Pogi's Animal House. That seems safe. A self-described animal sanctuary that, according to its now-removed Facebook page, quote, rescues and breeds rare and endangered animals. 
Dwight Tur- it's now removed yeah. Facebook page. <laughs> Dwight Turner discovered the backyard sanctuary through Facebook and paid $150 for the full uh, contact experience and photo op. But as soon as he entered the backyard enclosure, the animal attacked. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, what uh, <laughs> an experience. He got an authentic interactive experience. Uh, a report by Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission describes Davy's injuries in gruesome detail, writing that his scalp was, quote, hanging from his head and his right ear was torn in half. Uh, Davies is now suing Pogi and the sanctuary, claiming the, the waiver he was asked to sign does not cover the injuries his, he sustained since the entire experience was illegal. Hi, I'm doing something illegal, but I got injured, so I'm suing you now. Awesome. You paid $150 definitely not Carol fucking into back. someone's back fucking yard. <laughs> like, what do you expect, you idiot? <laughs> God. For a full contact experience yeah experience uh let's see here uh this assertion is backed up by authorities who have charged pogi with allowing full contact with an extremely dangerous animal and maintaining captive wildlife in an unsafe condition it's florida what does it matter uh you can still find information about pogi's animal house Sounds like Pee-wee's Playhouse on the Sanctuary's website and YouTube channel, where their owner is mostly trying to sell exotic pets, including marmosets. Yeah, $5,900. Owl monkeys. What the fuck is an owl monkey? For $7,900. It's a monkey with the body of a monkey, head of an owl. Oh, okay. (laughs) A squirrel monkey. Body of a squirrel, head of a monkey. Yep. Uh, For $8,900. And the white face... Monkeys, fourteen thousand five hundred. <laughs> what, what was the white body of? <laughs> oh, say say that word, Jason. Come on, you can read that word. <laughs> cappuccino wins. I was just going to say cappuccinos. <laughs> yeah, that's the monkey with four asses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all information about the black leopard has been scrubbed from the site. Say that word. Uh, Capuchin. I'm not sure why you're adding an extra syllable. Because he always does. Hey! (laughs) Electorial. The good news is the archives reveals that the uh, leopard was listed as not for sale. So that was good. (laughs) Yeah, because they probably fucking killed it. (laughs) Fucking assholes. Oh, my God. I I don't even know what to say anymore. So let's see here. Um, Let's see here. Uh... Uh, you know what? I was hoping for a Worsley Award winner right there, but they survived. He survived. Not very happy no, with that. No, no. So. The Worsley Award is not the uh, Darwin Award. Ugh. I mean, just doing something stupid and dying is not Wors Wors Ah Worsley Award worthy. Worsley worthy. Say that that's slow, Jason. <laughs> Worsley worthy. Worsley worthy. Ha! Suck it. Uh, in other news, we are doing the um, floppy awards in December, and the good news is uh, we've had I think eight uh, podcasts have now uh, come back. Uh, they're going to be sending in their um, their uh, awards that they're giving out. So that's good. So there we go. 
anybody out there listening wants to do a awards uh, of it, let me know, and uh, we will go ahead and get you on there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, per comic book movie, found out uh, popularity of the boys has led to Amazon fast-tracking a sister show set at Vought International-run college for young adult superheroes. And now, thanks to showrunner Eric Krimke, we have a better idea what to expect. The untitled R-rated series has been being written, sorry, uh, re- written a, uh, by executive producer Craig Rosenberg. It's described as a quote part college show, part Hunger Games, following the lives of hormonal competitive soups as they put their physical, sexual, and moral bo- boundaries to the test, competing for the best contracts in the best cities. Uh, <laughs> can't go to Sandusky. That's the, that's the deep's territory. That's the deep. Uh, this prompt uh, this prompted speculation that the show might be based on the G-Men from the comic books. Krypti has now confirmed that the controversial super team will at least partially inspire the direction of the new series. Quote, I would say it's loosely inspired by an element of the comics, uh, which is the G-Men. Part of the G-Men is that it's sort of an educational college experience. And we just use that as a jumping off point, kind of similar to the boys. Uh, in the comics, the G-Men's equivalent of Charles Xavier from Marvel's X-Men, is a twisted pedophile named John Godelkin, who sexually molests the children under his care. So that's going to be interesting. Um, they can leave that out. I, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I don't think they're going to get a, I don't think they're going to do that, right? I hope not. <laughs> I don't know if I could watch that. Uh, let's see well, here. I don't know if they would show it, but they, they might could allude to it. it. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, and finally, Golden Globe winner Oscar Isaac, mm, Oscar, has signed on for the lead role in Marvel's upcoming Disney Plus series, Moon Knight. So there you go. Uh, let's see here. Uh, he will portray Mark Spector, an elite soldier and mercenary who decides <coughs> to fight crime. After he becomes the human avatar of Konoshu, the Egyptian god of the moon. Uh, Jeremy Slater from the Umbrella Academy and the Exorcist has been tapped as the showrunner. Uh, let's see here. They're looking for a director right now. Uh, so there you go. Uh, moon Knight joins, uh, what else? She-Hawk and Ms. Marvel as movie as TV shows coming to Disney+. Plus. So there you go. So does Moon Knight... Yeah, it is like an undercover, uh, you know, persona as a baker who makes moon pies. Yes. Boo. That is exactly what it is. Boo. He's kind of, Hey, I just throw this shit out, and if it sticks <laughs> to the wall, it sticks, okay? Nobody likes moon pies anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah like your, your shit stinks, okay, Blake? <laughs> uh, of sticks. Sticks. Oh, sticks. Okay. Uh, I would probably no, get rid of the uh, MLB. Pies and they suck. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm disappointed. Hold on. Hey, moon pies. Brian has an answer. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah, I'd probably uh, get rid pies? of the uh, MLB. MLB. Good call. Good call. MLB. What? Um, He's entitled to his opinion. Jeff, wrong. Jeff, Moon Knight <laughs> is like Batman, right? The Marvel version of Batman. But a little more uh, unstable. Okay, because I think he has 
does he have post-traumatic stress disorder, I think, in the comics or something uh, like that? I'm not sure exactly what it is. Yeah. He's got something that, yeah. that, that makes his decision process not – yeah, he's not like the world's greatest detective and mm-hmm. who thinks through things. But as far as a, a rich guy vigilante who goes beats up people, so as long as it's not century, that's all I care about. Don't give me century. You get century. Hey Jeff, remember century when century or century? Whatever. Remember when they tried to make century him a thing in the characters. comics? Century. S e n t r y. Century. Okay. Century. There, there was a character that he had called Century. Oh no, not Century. Like no. you were saying. Sorry. Remember when they tried to make him a thing? I do. Uh, Remember when no one cared? They still don't. They still don't. Um, did you see real quick in the Marvel comics that all the multi multiverses collapsed on themselves and crashed into each other and the whole thing blew up basically and Reed Richards created something <laughs> to keep like small bits of the Marvel universe together while they build a new multiverse? That's the big storyline. Keith Richards? Yes, Keith Richards. Reed Reed (laughs) Richards. Keith Richards would be pretty cool. (laughs) I think he'd be the only one that can survive a multiverse crash. (laughs) (laughs) Courtney Love. Courtney Love. Uh, Jeff, let's do some box office news. This week in the box office, number one. In the American domestic box office, in its opening weekend, on a $9 million budget, Come Play made $3,150,000. Is that a horror movie? Yes. Of course. Uh, Honest Thief made another $1,350,000, a total of $9.5 million, on its $17 million budget. The War with Grandpa, another million dollars, bringing it up to 11 on its $24 million budget. Hmm. Tenet made another $885,000 to be in at number four, a total of $53.8 million, not quite a billion, <laughs> on a $200 million budget. <coughs> the Empty Man made 561000 total of $2.2 million. On an unknown budget. Uh, Honest Thief might actually be one of the few movies during the pandemic that makes its money back or breaks even. And and I suppose it depends on uh, if Honest Thief is out uh, internationally or not. I can check. I can check. But uh, upcoming November 6th, 2020, we have Kindred. Kindred, when her boyfriend dies suddenly in an accident, psychologically fragile mother-to-be Charlotte is taken in by his family, but they seem increasingly obsessed with her every move. Her suspicions grow and panic builds. But just how far will they go in their desire to control her and her unborn baby? Okay. Uh, Honest Thief has made 19 million total worldwide. So it made more than his money back then. Yep. Yep. Uh, what's next, Jeff? Oh, it's me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next is The Informer. I thought somebody might want to say something else about Kindred. No. Uh, next is The Informer. Informer. 
and the ex-convict is working undercover <laughs> intentionally gets himself incarcerated again in order to infiltrate the mob at a maximum security prison. Is this is the is this the Sean Penn movie, Jeff, that you like? No, it's the this the one that has snow in it. Oh. I don't think I like a Sean Penn with movie. Nicole Kidman. Wasn't that? Actually, it's got a pretty good cast. Who's in it? Yeah. Joel Kinnaman, Rosamund Pike, Common, Clive Owen, um, Anna de Armas, Anna de Armas, Karma Meyer. I don't know who yeah. that is. Huh. Looks pretty good thing. Good thing you're reading the cast and not Jason. Smart <laughs> move. Save yourself some drinks. Uh, what else, Jeff? Uh, we've got Jungle Land. Oh, Two yeah. brothers try to escape their circumstances by traveling across the country for a no-holds-barred boxing match that becomes a fight for their lives. <laughs> Sorry, Hunter. That sounds bad. <laughs> becomes a fight for their lives. <laughs> Two brothers. Uh, we also have Let Him Go. Yeah. Let Him Go. Let Him Go. Let Him Go. Hired <laughs> sheriff and his wife, grieving over the death of their son, set out to find their only grandson. Oh, Kevin Costner. Huh. I just oh, yeah. uh, I just started reading this book uh, yesterday. Hmm. Okay, so. The, uh, this I didn't realize it was this movie, but um, does that mean <clears throat> that Superman is dead and they're going out looking for Kal El's son? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey Jeff, let the tornado yes. get me. Let the tornado get me. I know it's like yeah. thirty minutes away. Let the tornado get me. It's okay. <laughs> Just. It was like Austin Powers, uh, the bad guy in Austin Powers, telling the steamroller to stop. <laughs> Stop! Get out of, of way. the way! Stop! Stop! Just crawl over here, Kevin. Dad, come over here. Just crawl, or I can walk un Superman like over to you. Or I can act like the tornado really hurt me, and then it didn't. You know. <laughs> Uh, I, I think that's what it was. He didn't trust Clark's acting ability to pull off. Nope. He thinks more people would believe that he was had superpowers than would believe he like lucked out and didn't get killed by the tornado. Hey, hey, Jeff. Um, uh, the, F- the the FBI was talking about all these superhuman things going on in uh, Smallville. You think that has to do with Superman? Nah, nah, no, nah, no, no. 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 No, no, not at all. Not at all. Also coming out this week, we've got True to the Game 2. True to the Game 2 picks up a year after the first installment of True to the Game, following the lives of characters affected by Codier's murder, separating herself from Philly's dangerous scene. While still mourning from the death of Kadir, Gina has reinvested herself as a journalist living and working in New York City. At a crossroads in her career, Gina comes across an opportunity to go to L.A. and decides to use the time to find herself. 
Although Gina is far from home, her life in Philly seems to always make an appearance. Someone with ties to Kadir has hijacked Jarrell's shipment, and Jarrell has to hit the streets to turn to find out who. Jarrell is determined to get paid by any means necessary, and he'll start with Gina. That was the shortest of the uh, <laughs> summaries I found. <laughs> hey, Jim, just say trademark, because I think you just made your own pot. <laughs> has anyone seen True to the Game 1? No. Okay. Uh, it's on my list this weekend after Killer Raccoons won. It's Vivica A. Fox. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Good job, Vivica. Uh, and is that it? Is that it? Yeah. Well, that's it on the yeah. upcoming movies, yes. Um, you know, I really would wish that uh the local the news station i'm watching here would st- uh, stop going to predictions and just show me who's winning you know because one second trump is winning everything and then the next second biden's winning everything and the third time gary johnson won everything just tell me who's winning wow god come on gary i i believe well- in you I think they had 3% of the vote in North Dakota, so they were able to call that one already. Uh, Biden just won Colorado, and I think Colorado just closed. <laughs> so, oh, oh, yeah, they, they have to wait till it closes before they say who. Yeah. So Biden is winning Pennsylvania. California yet, but they're getting ready to. <laughs> Biden so far is winning Pennsylvania. I think, I think, I think yeah, I think it's pretty easy to pick what states are going to fall where it's all the battlefield yeah states that are going to be really close yeah yeah that's what they're showing uh what is i'm looking uh north uh, carolina texas pennsylvania uh michigan they're all pretty close they're all tight yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, 5148 ohio 5148 north carolina 5049 texas 49 4851 florida Stop touching! Stop touching the board! Stop it! <laughs> stop pressing the buttons, you asshole! But if this happens, <laughs> bah, 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 then oh my! He would need to win this, this, and this. Oh my! <laughs> oh my God! He's playing Donkey Kong. What the hell are you doing? Go back to the thing! <laughs> Damn it! Uh. Anyways, moving on. Uh, top five this week. I think it's been a short episode so far. Can't believe it on election night. We're all kind of low key tonight. Uh, let's see here. I'll be back in the studio next let's week. So if there's on. any sound let's, difference, let's, hmm? let's start off this uh, top five with a uh, breath of silence. Oh, go ahead. For Correct. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. <sighs> Pusher. Pushy galore. <sighs> Uh, top five tonight. Top five favorite yeah. Sean Connery films, non-James Bond, which was a little bit more difficult than I thought. Uh, yeah, me too. Once I started looking, I was like, shit, he hasn't done anything since like 1997. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and that was 2003. Did Siri Bill? Oh. <laughs> uh, Jim, since you said it first, you go first. What's your number five? My number five, I am going to go with, hmm, I I looked at a lot of the movies, and they're really not that good. (laughs) (laughs) So I will go first night. 
<laughs> they really aren't that good at first night makes your list, huh? <laughs> They're not good. <laughs> I remember watching first night in the theater. Hey, I was pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. King Arthur. Did, oh. Um, my number five, uh, I remember watching this several times when I was younger, and I liked it, I think. Lawrence Fishburne, Sean Connery, Just Cause. <laughs> Takes place in the South. I don't remember if I've seen that one. That's what I'm like. It seems familiar, but I don't know if I saw it. So I. It was decent. <laughs> sure. And we're going with it. Uh, Jeff, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is Zardoz. In all reality, <laughs> I have not seen this movie, but any movie that gives us that image of With that movie poster. Yeah. That that image of Sean Connery has to be in the top. What's the How could you not have it on? What's it? the image if you don't if for people that I don't know? Just, I don't I can't describe it. This is something you have Google to Google it, it's epic. I mean, the, it is so epic that Cards Against Humanity has a card where that picture is on it. They don't describe it. They just put that picture on it. He's in what? You can't. He has really good knee-high boots. It, it, just, yeah, Google Zardoz. The, the first image that comes up is probably exactly what I'm referring to. If you if you think what a non-James Bond role for Sean Connery in 1974 is, that's your image. <laughs> Uh, Brian, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is Robin Hood. Oh, which Robin Hood? Uh, the one in in the nine like ninety ninety one tights. King Richard. No, 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 no. King Richard. Prince of Thieves. Uh, oh, the, Prince of Thieves. Yep. That was my number three. Put it on the board. Number three. I love that movie. Love That's it. Right, yeah, no. He he, he was It's not good. It's pretty right. accurate. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Blake, what's your number th- uh, five? See, you guys hit on all the points of why this top five was hard for me <laughs> going non-James Bond. I mean, I could, I sat there and I went, if I say these movies, they're going to be on everybody else's top five list. So I, I in honor of Sean Connery, I, I tweaked mine, and I, I picked the top five gigs I'm glad Sean Connery did not take. <laughs> okay. And I have a tie for number five. Okay. <laughs> Sean Connery was in discussions with uh, William Shatner to be Cyborg. Spock's, is, uh, Spock's like, what, half-brother or something in Star Trek V. <laughs> However, okay. before he could complete... The negotiations to be Cyborg. Uh, he got lured into the Indiana Jones movie where he played, of course, Indiana Jones' father. Tied with that, you know, f- from working, you know, from Time Bandits with Gillum, uh, he was also supposed to be the man in the moon from the Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Oh. But uh, he ended up turning that down, and I'm thankful as well. So. <laughs> Those are my two top fives. I'm glad that Sean Connery turned down or did not take. Blake, you really have had nothing to watch on TV if you're doing this much research. I'm impressed. <laughs> well done. <laughs> then what is well, your number four? 
<laughs> oh, my number four. That's right. Number four, when Michael Myers was doing, you know, this big 60 spy spoofs there as, uh, well, you know, that one spy guy. <laughs> I thought he meant from Halloween. <laughs> no, Mike Myers. Yes, I know. I said Michael Myers on purpose. Yeah, Sean Connery was supposed to be uh, behind the William Shatner mask. <laughs> he turned that down. No, he was there. They everybody thought that he would play Nigel Powers, Austin Powers' dad, because the role would have been fitting. But that never materialized, and I don't think it was ever offered, and I don't think he ever got a chance to turn it down. But I'm glad he didn't play Nigel Powers. Who did play Sad him? We got Michael Caine. Michael Caine, correct. Wow, so- Blake got 93 percent of DC. <laughs> <laughs> of 1700 <laughs> but it was 93 percent. like that's the farthest uh gap i've seen unfortunately that's only zero percent reporting <laughs> so oh, that could, yeah. <laughs> uh brian what's your number four uh my number four is entrapment damn you <laughs> Fuck it it's my number four and the reason because Catherine Zeta-Jones was in it. That's why. <laughs> Damn it! Terrible reason. Uh, uh, Jeff, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is Murder on the Orient Express. Yep. That's a good From, one. Like, the, I don't even remember what year, 50s, 60s, something? Yes, it was the 60s. But, uh, it, it, the original. It, it, it still holds up and better than the, the Kenneth Branagh one from a couple years ago. The original Agatha Christie cover? Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know if it was the first one or not. There might have been one before that, but the one that he was in. And, and he he had probably the worst part in the movie. He, a small part and whatnot. He was like someone, the, the, the son-in-law or something that barely was there, but the, overall the movie was good. Uh, my number four was Entrapment. Uh, Jim, what's your number four? Uh, since Blake already mentioned it, I will go Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yep, that's on everybody's list. Jason, don't get upset. It's my number it's not two. On my list. It's my number well, two. <laughs> well, then you coyly avoided it. No, I don't think it's that good of a movie. I was very disappointed in that movie. Well, I'm disappointing you. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Well, everything was better than the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It was better than the Temple of Doom. It was better than the Temple of Doom. (laughs) So that makes it at least number two on the list. Well, but there's a big gap. It's like (laughs) Raiders of the Lost Ark is like a 90. (laughs) Are you going uh, off the Electoral College projections? Last Uh, last, uh, Crusade is about a 40. Temple of Doom is about a 20, and Crystal Skull is about a 2. Oh, I so, I mean, there's a big gap between, at best, it's a C-. minus. Uh, sorry. There's, there's a big big Jones gap there. Blake, not to, Jones gap, right? Blake, not to uh, correct you, but it's the Electoral College. So, just let you know. <laughs> the Electoral. Uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> Jim, what's your number three? My number three, I mean, he he has the best uh, accent uh, playing a Russian in the Hunt uh, for Red October. 
Remus. Brian, what, what number is that, Brian? I can't hear you. You're on mute. You're on mute. Still on mute. Still on mute. Still that on was mute. my number one. <laughs> oh, of course. Damn it. <laughs> Put it on the board. Way to go, Jim. Steal someone's number one. You should be like trumping every, each other on these next three here. Uh, number three for me was Robin Hood. Uh, last Crusade. <laughs> Prince of Thieves. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the Robin Hood Last Crusade. Robin <laughs> Hood Last Crusade. Uh, Jeff, what's your number three? My number three is The Avengers. Oh, okay. The Guy Fiennes one. Uma Thurman. <laughs> Whatever. Thurman. Scott Connery played the bad guy based off of the uh, uh, British television show of the same name. That was not a good film. It was, it was his third best non-James <laughs> Bond film. Uh, Brian, what's your number three? And, uh, and Uma Thurman in a cat suit. So that was enough. was Rising Sun. Oh, Wesley Snipes. Yeah. I have not seen that. Really good book. Decent, really good book. Really liked it. The Michael Crichton book? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, they did a good job with the, with the culture clash there. It was a good job. Uh, Blake, what's your number three? Rumored to have been offered this role twice. He was actually in long discussions, he and his people, uh, for The Matrix. He was supposedly offered the role of Morpheus twice and twice. turned it down. And even and then, the world is better for it. when he wasn't going to get Morpheus, they were also considering him as part of the key keeper, even though that would have been a smaller part. But yes, I'm glad he did not take those roles. From Ghostbusters? The Keymaster? No, the Key Keeper. No, the Matrix. No. Matrix oh. 2, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. Okay, what's your uh, number two, Correct. Blake? Number two, uh, Ridley Scott, big fan of Sean Connery. Uh, originally, you know, wanted Dustin Hoffman to play the role of uh, Deckard, but he got turned down, and he, several other prominent actors turned it down, and supposedly Ridley Scott wanted Sean Connery hmm. to play the role of Rick Deckard. In Blade Runner. In Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Yes. Huh. So I'm glad he did not do that part either. Is that the new Blade Runner he wanted him for? Wait a minute. The original. That's a surprise. Mm-hmm. They're giving Delaware to Biden. Whoa. What? Whoa. Huge. It's over. Election's All over. New England's going to Biden. Who <laughs> would it go to? Delaware's not New England. Uh, I'm just going to say this now. I think Trump's going to win this. He's going to get Ohio. He's getting Texas. He's going to get Texas. Uh, He's going to get Ohio. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is the one that I'm intrigued with. Pennsylvania and North Carolina. He's winning Michigan right now. So with 20% reporting. So I think he's going to win. Okay, moving on. Please. Uh, let's see. Or Gary we're, we're Johnson. We're trying to be a positive uh, podcast here. We I'm, won't want to talk results. I'm just saying. Uh, let's see here. Number two for you, Brian. 
number two for me, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, get the fuck out of here. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Get the Gen- fuck out of here. Wow. Gen- that made someone's list for a good Mainly movie? Mainly because <laughs> it's not the other movie that's probably I figured everyone would have on their list. Not just me. Probably my number two. What's your number two, Jeff? My number two is the one that won the Oscar for best movie ever. That's that's my number one. Oh. Say it, Jeff. Say it. Off the board. Highlander. Off the board. Only one. Highlander one, two, three, four, seven. Which one? Nope. Just Highlander one. one. Well, he was only in one and two. And two... It was one of the worst movies ever made. So and two doesn't exist. Oh yeah, two doesn't exist. Is Christopher Lambert in the second one? Yeah. Is he? Uh, <laughs> I couldn't even remember. <laughs> I've never seen them, so that's why I was just asking. I've never seen them. Um, Actually, I've never seen two because I have friends who wouldn't let me see two. Okay. I watched the first one, and then we talked about the second one. They said we won't let you watch it. So I haven't seen it. I think I saw the fourth one with the cube. There's a cube in it in space. I think I saw that with the dip man one time. Um, uh, so <laughs> I know I did see the third one with Mario Van Peebles. That's who it is. That's the third one. That's the third one. That's <laughs> the one I saw. OK, that's the one I saw. And I never saw it. Sword was killing vampires in that one. <laughs> that's Wesley Snipes. Mario Van Peebles had a posse, okay? <laughs> and that's what he was doing in the third one. You said Mario Van Peebles is a posse? Yes, he has a posse. Uh, my number two is... I, uh, I think one of the best memes I've ever seen of that was, what, what was it? Uh, was it Pearls Before Swine? I can't, I can't remember what it was. The, the, the big duck and the little baby duck get done watching. Uh, they're on the couch watching TV. And the little duck says, hey, that was a really good movie. What was it called? And, and the Papa oh. Duck says, Highlander. And then he says, "Well, would they make any more?" And then the next frame's a pause. The next frame's a pause, and the dad goes, "No." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that that's not pearls before swine, but I don't know what the title is. It's uh, one is I, that I, peanuts. I, I, yeah, no. it, it's like a web comic, and I don't think I've ever seen the title of it. It's just yeah, the Kathy. Yeah, they use yeah, they use ducks and animals and stuff too, kind of like Mother Goose and Grim. But no. yeah, that's it. Yeah, listen, yeah. is it listen, honey? Was no. it listen, honey? <laughs> no, it was not listen, honey. Now, this isn't a newspaper comic. Oh, okay. Newspapers. It's <laughs> it's a web comic. Sorry. Uh, let's see here. Uh, my number two was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So there you go, Jim. What's your number two? My number two is The Untouchables. Oh shit! I forgot all about that one. Yeah, it's the one he won as a captain because I expected it to be on somebody else's list. <laughs> That's a good movie. That's a good film. It was. Uh, I liked it when it first came out. God, is Kevin Costner terrible to, uh, in that movie? Is he? It makes it hard to watch. Uh, Jim, what's your number one? Jim? Um, oh. Award for Best Picture Ever. Highlander. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. My number one. Jeff, what's my number one? Spanish Peacock. Uh, your number one was 
Indiana Jones? No, no, it's number two. Come on, number oh. one. Welcome to the Rock. <laughs> of course. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Rock. Godspeed, good speed, Godspeed. I love the Rock. Love it. Blocked that out. I love Dwayne my, Johnson my. too. Yes, I love Dwayne Johnson, Brian. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Brian, why can't we be friends? Why can't we? Why can't we? I try. Be I try. I try. I no, tried then. You didn't try at all. I tried to be sincere last week and it didn't I work. Tried to say <laughs> no, goodbye. No, you didn't. <laughs> if that was sincere, then you got to try harder, buddy. Oh. You know what? I was going to buy you Mr. Belvedere for Christmas. Fuck you now. Nope, not getting it. Not getting it. Um, <laughs> Jeff, what's your number Man, one? Is it going to be Rocky 1 and Rocky 2? <laughs> no, I was going to go for the good the, ones. Rocky 4. That's right. <laughs> I, want the, I want the new uh, the new Rambo 5 movie set. Is there 5 Rambos? Yeah. Actually, there's yeah, there's 5. Wow. Damn. <laughs> last Ooh. Blood. First Blood, Last Blood. Rambo, Rambo First Blood Part 2. Rambo, Rambo taken. Rambo three and John Rambo. And Rambo last blood. Rambo taken. Yes. So, uh, Jeff, I like Rambo taken. I like the last one, Brian. Calm down. I was just picking on the name. We'll call it by its real name. Actually, I forget. Like it. Rambo last blood. Is it last blood? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, Jeff, what's your number one? Did you do it? Uh, my number. Yeah, my number one is uh, Russia House. Oh, God. I forgot about that. It's the... Michelle Pfeiffer. It's Michelle Pfeiffer, so... There you go. That's the only movie that could be number one on my list. Uh, What's your name? Brian, what's your number one? (laughs) Uh, My number one was The Hunt for Red October. Mm, The Russian, okay. Good. Good choice. Yes. Yes. Boop. He's going to pull a crazy Ivan. <laughs> How'd you know? Blake, what's your number one? Uh, 50-50 chance. Ah. I bet I know this one. I know this one. You do. I bet you do. Because it's, it's been known and famous for when, uh, you know, Jackson uh, approached him. He was given the script. He was the first pick for Gandalf. But uh, he turned it down because he didn't understand the script <laughs> or the role. Good for him. And I'm really glad he turned it down. And that's why he did League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Because <laughs> he said, just because I don't understand it isn't the reason to turn it down anymore. Because the... the uh, they said that was, a, that was like a $400 million mistake. Oh, because they were giving him. Uh, they, they were going to give him fifteen uh, percent. Yeah, fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. Jesus. Of the box office. Yeah. So Jesus. yeah, but I'm glad he didn't do it. Uh, let's okay, see. Well, I think I think Sir Alan McKean did a very good job. Anybody have any honorable mentions, real quick? I don't. Okay. Uh, one movie that could have made your guys' list: The Name of the Rose. Mm. I'd have to see it to put it on my list. Yeah, oh. I don't it was know. a good book. It's a very good book, and the character Baskerville he plays in it is pretty good. 
Except for Zardoz, I didn't have to see that one to put on my list, but that's another (laughs) No, you didn't. Uh, Just the movie posters, got to put it on there. Yep. Uh, We did have some listener feedback this week uh, from Brian Ow. He had had, uh, Robin Hood, uh, The Last Crusade, uh, also called Robin Hood. (laughs) Hey, nobody picked Outland? Mm, I never saw it. No, no, that's a sci-fi movie. All right, Outland. Well, go ahead and oh, there's a pandemic going on. Look, look it up. <laughs> look it up. I'm I'm looking for Free State of Jones right now. I'm excited about that one. <laughs> Brian made my night. Good oh, job, Brian. Oh, oh I no, it was the Three States of Jones. No, not Three I'm States. Like, well, free, free State. Free. Free. I was like, well, he's Jonesing. <laughs> what are the other two? Anyways, four is the Untouchables. Three is Welcome to the Rock. Uh, two, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. And number one, Highlander. Yeah. Uh, honorable mentions, Entrapment and Medicine Man. That was a good one. I forgot about Medicine Man. Uh, let's see. How do you forget about all these things? All you do is read his IMDb page. <laughs> you don't forget about any of them. It's <laughs> enough value. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the Dip Man, number five, The Rock, number four, The Rock, number three, The Rock, number two, The Rock, and number one, Welcome to the Rock. Uh, Nisi, uh, as usual, in no particular order, just a few of my favorites. Uh, I didn't realize how hard this was going to be. He was so great. Was he, though? Uh, Dragonheart, uh, voices count, right? Yes. Uh, number four, The Hunt for Red October. Number three, Welcome to the Rock. <coughs> number two, Highlander. And number one, The Untouchables. Uh, Steve. Uh, Steve and Izzy from EILFM. They will be on our show next week. So just let you know. Uh, he had number five, League of Extraordinary. Oh, Jesus. Uh, number four, Highlander 2. Wait a minute. Number three, Zardoz. Uh, number two, Welcome to the Rock. Number one, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Uh, honorable mention, The Wind and the Lion. I don't know what that is. And finally, Pittsburgh nerd, uh, Sean Kuhn, had Hunt for Red October, uh, Highlander, uh, The Rock, Welcome to The Rock, Indiana Jones Last Rock. Crusade, and here you go, Blake, In the Name of the Rose. So there you hey. go. So, you know you what nobody said I was surprised? What's that? What's that? Darby O'Gill and the Little People. I did see that on the IMDb. <laughs> yeah, nobody said that. Or even Time Bandits, for that matter. Oh, you know what? Time Hold on. Bandits was my honorable mention. Oh, I did. Sorry, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, Jim. I didn't know you had one. I apologize. I said, yeah, Time Bandit was my honorable mention. Uh, let's that see. Finding, finding Forrester. Oh, I forgot about Finding Forrester. Somebody uh, didn't look at his freaking IMDb page. <laughs> It's the easiest thing to do. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Kevin at Cincy Explorer had uh, Medicine Man at number five. The Man Who Would Be King. Hunt for Red October. Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade. And number one, The Untouchables. So, I, Jeff, I think you might be right. I wonder if people are remembering Untouchables, but they haven't seen it recently. I'm wondering that. Because so. yeah, I remember when it came out, I saw it and I loved it and thought it was great and blah 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 blah. And then watched it a couple years ago and I'm like, oh man, Kevin Costner is trying way too hard. 
Yeah, it's not not that good, really. But I'll say Connery was great in it. He was good. But well, Kevin Costner was the lead, and every seat he's in, he does, does he chew scenery? Does yeah, he chew it? Okay. Uh, bad idea of the week. Number 227. Uh, paying $150 to go into somebody's backyard and pet a leopard. Not a good idea. Um, good. Maybe for $50. Yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> Where does, at what price does the ticket become not a good idea? <laughs> <laughs> It just pisses I mean, me off because the moron's it, suing the guy. Is a ten dollar like, ticket? Is that a good idea? What did you, What did you expect to happen? You get to walk yeah. up and just play with a wild cat. <laughs> yeah, he probably saw Tiger King and was like, "Oh, this is going to be so cool! <laughs> I'm going into this guy's backyard with a leopard! <laughs> Yay!" You know, it's probably used a stimulus check for it too. <laughs> To buy a leopard or to pay to pet it? Which guy? <laughs> both. Go on both. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like the assholes that go in to rob a convenience store and they get shot and then they try to sue the the uh, convenience Cashier. store. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. That's an inherent, uh, you know, chance you take risk. Try to steal my car stereo and cut themselves on the uh, razor blade trap I set up. God. I hate when- <laughs> And then they blame me for getting cut up. <laughs> Did this happen to you? That really happened just not to me. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was something I read. That, that, you know, somebody like was tired of their car stereo getting stolen, so he you know put in like razor blades. So when mm. people tried to steal it, they cut themselves and got sued when somebody cut themselves on it. Did they lose? So, you know, I don't even remember how it went. Oh, okay. Okay. Because there's no reasonable expectations that a car stereo that there's going to be razor blades in it. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the guy's case. <laughs> I hate people so much. I hate people so much. Uh, as of now, Ohio is going to Trump. That could change. Uh, let's see here. Titles for the show. Still under 50%. So. Oh, is it? I don't have my glasses on, so I can't see. Oh, last I saw, it was, it was like 49-something to 48-something. Gotcha. I have... 50 to 49 Democrat with 64% of the vote in. So Biden's winning? Biden, it's, it's slightly blue right now still. Gotcha. Oh. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed this, Steve but... Shabbat, Steve Shabbat took the lead. Uh, that fucker. Uh, she, uh, well, Shabbat. I was watching it earlier, Shabbat was way ahead, and then it kind of evened out. But yeah, they're right now well, just saying too well, close to call. Fuck that guy. Well, I was looking up before... Uh, uh, Shabbat was losing yeah. to liberal Kate Schroeder. <laughs> she is. I no. was liberal Kate Schroeder worse than extreme Amy McGrath. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. What about yeah, shady Steve Shabbat? <laughs> you know, if you didn't know what those ladies look like, you would like, yeah, those would be exciting dates. Let's go. <laughs> Now, that extreme Amy McGrath wanted to give money to Puerto Rico. Can you believe that? They're not even a real state. (laughs) Wait a minute. Uh, That's on the ballot ballot in Puerto Rico today. I don't think Puerto Rico wants to be a state. 
Well, That's after they got ignored from the from help, they might want to be one now. I don't know. I didn't realize that was on their ballot. Oh, okay. That's on the ballot, yeah. They didn't necessarily get ignored. Their people they got a couple. there took all the money and the aid and hid it from all of the people that are living there. They didn't get completely ignored. Donald Trump threw some paper towels out. <laughs> he did throw some paper towels out to, to the residents. But they also yeah, they, did. They did have a, yeah, a bad diet. Money went there. there in a, a, there was a full warehouse full of food and other supplies that weren't released. They were just, it was just sitting there. Oh yeah. The, there is also an election for a governor down there because that last governor was, uh, Run yeah. out of town. Run out of yeah. <laughs> He's lucky to be alive. I think they were ready to lynch him. Real quick, uh, one more election note uh, that I thought was kind of cool, but kind of sad at the same time. Uh, I follow on Twitter uh, Dan Rather, and uh, this is last night. He tweeted out. Is he out, going nuts again? Uh no, I don't he know. goes on rants, rants, and rampages about Trump. So, no, this—that's not what this is. Oh, okay. Um, I just—I mean, like, it, I just thought it was kind of cool. Uh, so his tweet last night says, uh, "I'm excited. This will be my 18th presidential election night on air, from a small radio station in rural, rural Huntsville to here with you all. My mind turns, but will this be my last?" I hope not, but it could be. Just know it will be memorable. Thank you all for joining me. What's he on? Isn't he Canadian? What's that? What? Isn't Dane rather Canadian? I, I don't think yeah. he is. I don't think he votes. Is he? I, yeah, all right. What? He's still able to say the news. What's he on? True. What news is he on? I don't think his he's own, on his anything, own now, but he's still contributing. Oh, okay. Policy. I didn't know if he was. He, I didn't know if he was on an online network or something. No, um, like he's like right now he's just writing books and contributing. Okay. okay. You know, to, he's doing podcasts. <laughs> but. I, Anyway, that is kind of cool. watching him. That Dan Rather was born in Wharton, Texas, so he is oh. not Canadian. I yeah, think you're thinking of Dan Aykroyd. Right there on the oh, Dan Aykroyd. He's still foreign. Right there on the border. <laughs> I do agree, though, Brian. I, that is pretty cool. I did like him growing I, up. I mean, like, it's kind of kind of cool and kind of sad at the same time. Like, you think, like, you know, he's been doing this for however long and... <laughs> You know, it's kind of sad, but also very cool that he's been involved as long as he has been. Yeah, I remember my true. I remember my dad watching him. Uh, when, yeah, uh, same. Uh, let's see here. Uh, titles for the show. I had. Yeah, I think uh, I'm getting my news pundits mixed up. Anyway, <laughs> I have uh, what memory loss? Uh, best intern in the business. Uh, just to ruin your day. Um. Are they missing? And uh, electoral college? Uh, too much time and a crazy Ivan. Anyone else? Anyone else? I uh, I had I love a good Bantha, 
and that's just. I, I had <laughs> also had I love a good bantha. I had full contact experience. I had Big Jones Gap and Try Harder, buddy. Brian? Uh, I had Hobie, the electoral edition. Uh, I'm sorry, I've stopped paying attention. Uh, They've got cream in the middle. And uh, ka, ka, bang, fuck, I'm dead. Uh, Josh Cad has no butthole. That's another one. <laughs> he does not. Brian had some good ones. I like a. I love a good bantha, but Brian had some I good did ones. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not paying attention. I like I that one too. I'm sorry, I've stopped paying attention. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. Me too. Okay, change approved. Uh, see you guys next week. Hopefully, the world is not on fire, but I am guessing it probably will be. So uh, it might be put out by then. <laughs> oh, the world won't be on fire. No. Just, just the, just the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> just the West Coast. Roger says goodbye. Can I just say how disappointed I am in the fact that I posted in our chat the South Park deep fake new show sassy justice about deep fake technology oh that's on next week calm down calm down okay because i have it it's on when did you post it did you post it after the uh the the uh outline went out no 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 this was a while ago oh in the interview at five minutes 30 seconds about deep fake so I got it. Relevant to this podcast. I got it. I got it. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. You're welcome. Roger says okay. goodbye. All right. I'm goodbye. not disappointed anymore. Bye. All right. Walking dead to talking heads from comic books to TV sets. There's a history. Not so bad. There's the history. It's the history of bad. So bad. The history of bad. It's bad. History of bad ideas. Oh, yes. You are listening to a hobby.